What's going on, everybody? It's Jake Nathan here. We got a new episode of Career Talks coming for you in a sec. Before we get into that, I just want to talk to you about a new development here with Career Talks. I've been thinking a bunch, and I realize that I don't want this to be just me interviewing someone. I want to get feedback. I want to hear um, your thoughts, your opinions, who I should interview, um, what kind of careers I should in, you know interview for. So, if you go to facebook.com slash the career talks, I made a Facebook group and I'm really excited about it. And my challenge for you this week is to go ahead and tell me one person who you think I should interview and put that in the Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash the career talks, you can go ahead and do that. And I'm really excited. So let's get into this episode. Alrighty, everyone. Today we're talking with Reagan Rue. She's the chief marketing strategist at Purple Cow Branding, and she has a super awesome story about how she went from essentially zero experience in marketing to becoming a manager. She just put herself out there and something great happened. These are some of my favorite stories of people who just have unconventional paths to get where they are. Enjoy the show. My name is Reagan. I am the director of marketing for a company called Purple Cow Branding. Um, and what we do is we help clients who are on a shoestring budget. Um, so basically, we like to provide affordable marketing plans for anybody that's from the solopreneur to a medium sized business. Mm. Um, because when it comes to digital marketing, it's can be really expensive for the small guys and they don't want to spend the thousands of dollars on marketing plans because they don't have that. So that's what we do. Um, and I have a huge passion for it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And so I'm interested in marketing. Um, I'm majoring in business, but one of my big passions is marketing. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. So how did you kind of get into marketing? Okay. <laughs> so marketing wasn't um, my first choice in life. When I was in high school, I was in the criminal justice club because I thought I was going to be an attorney. Um, and I thought that for a good, solid probably 10 years of my life, even since I was a little girl, I was going to be an attorney and, and fight crime and do criminal law and all that good stuff. So I went, I, I went to UNT. Um, when I was in college and I was majoring in poli-sci and minoring in communications. Um, and so I was going to take that, get an internship with, a, with an attorney, go to law school and just have a bunch of background knowledge. Um, my first day of working with the attorney who hired me, he said, I don't know what you came here for exactly, um, but you're going to do digital marketing. And I was just kind of like, hmm. oh, yeah. I came here to work underneath you to eventually be an attorney one day, but digital marketing, um, I guess so. I think I know a few girls that do that. It seems pretty easy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like easy, but I'll do it. So I just had this like ignorant kind of view of marketing uh -huh. in college and I was just kind of turned off and I was like, I don't want to do marketing. That's that's for these people, uh -huh. or those people. And okay. so, but I wanted, I knew I needed the job. I needed the internship and I knew that, okay, I'm going to do a heck of a job for this guy. Cause 
I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to come back and he's going to pay me starting hundred thousand dollars a year. And it's going to be a wonderful life. Yeah. So I, nice. I, <laughs> yeah, the dream life. And so I, um, I started and he basically, he's a marketing guy. So his first choice in life was marketing. His second choice was being an attorney. And so he had a lot of background on, um, marketing and, and a lot of background on digital marketing because mm -hmm. two different things. And so he bought me a bunch of tools, um, like email marketing tools, automated tools mm -hmm. for social media, um, analytic, analytic, analytics tools. And then he just said, learn all of this. And I was just like, okay, so basically, basically throwing a baby in a pool and then teaching themselves how to swim yeah. to survive. Um, and so I did it. I, because the way I am is I like to know everything <laughs> and I like to be the best at, at what I do. Cause that's when I wake up in the morning and I know that I can do something great and do a good job on something, I feel good. Mm -hmm. And so I learned it. Um, and I started doing a really good job for him. And it's hard to sell an attorney because the product is, he was a family attorney. Mm -hmm. So basically added design strategies that for, were for people who were hurting, like in, they were hurting, they're in the middle of dealing with family issues. Uh -huh. And it's tough to try to target people when they're in that area of their life. And I, but I did a really good job at it. And so I actually, he invited me to, um, I don't know if you've heard of Zig Ziglar. Um, he's a really famous business coach. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody should at least read his story online or read one of his books. Yeah. Um, but his son he held a conference in Houston, Texas. And I, um, my, the attorney I worked for invited me and I did this really cool presentation where he had the people text a number and they automatically got an email to their phone and stuff like that. And so cool. one of the, one of the people there said, how did you do that? And it was just a random guy. I'd never really met him before. Um, and I said, Oh, you know, I just kind of did this, 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 and this. And he was like, that's really cool. Um, I'm going to talk to you in the future. And I'm just kind of like, okay, awesome. Yeah. So I find out this guy is an actual client of the attorney I worked for. So he's a, he was also a business law attorney. Mm -hmm. So he was the, the man that came, randomly came up to me was with his client. So I made the connection and I kind of stayed in touch with him mm -hmm. throughout the, throughout the months. And then eventually I started deciding that I really liked digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm in a complication here because I'm on the verge of getting my bachelor's in, you know, in poli sci and communications, but I really want to do digital. <laughs> I really want to do marketing now. And so I had to make the decision of how I was going to proceed in my future, even though some people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. You can major in this, but still do this. It's not the way I work. Um, I was like, I'm going to transition my entire college path to meet my new future career path. And so I actually did that. And I actually am finishing my last year of um, college because mm -hmm. I switched to marketing. Gotcha. And so um, I'm in that right now. I have like six months to go to be, you know, certified mm -hmm. and everything. But I met the guy that I stumbled upon when I went to this conference actually contacted me and was like, hey, um, I, you're working for an attorney, but you're doing digital marketing. I own a digital marketing company. I need someone to help me run it. And I think you can do it. And I was just kind of like, whoa, 
I'm going to, I don't, I can't do that. I don't even know how to manage people. Like I'm a person that needs to be managed. I'm so young. And he was like, that's okay. I'm going to coach you. You're going to be fine. I'm just going to throw you into it and see how it works. So here I find myself again, being thrown into a position, you know, that I didn't know how to, I, it was basically like, again, throwing a baby in the pool and them teaching themselves to swim. Um, but now I don't have to worry about myself. I have to worry about social media strategists and content writers and graphic designers and web developers. And I had to manage those people. Uh-huh. So here, here comes me, 21 years old, as a manager of all these people who are like well over 25. And I'm like, okay. So this is how it's going to work. And so we um, we developed strategies together as a team um, using what I know works when it comes to digital marketing. Um, and we've, over the past eight months, I've been with this company. And over the past eight months, we've had seen a, a tremendous growth in our company and our clients as well. Um, and really what I don't even like to, I go to a lot of networking meetings mm-hmm. when people tell you to stand up and do your 30 second speech. Um, I hate to use the words digital marketing because I think those are fighting words when it comes to when you're dealing with business owners who've owned businesses for years, they hate the words digital marketing because they go, oh, I spent thousands of dollars on that mm-hmm. and got no ROI. And so when I stand up, I say, we create your story that sells. Because me and all of our team, um, our inspiration is taking the product and dressing it up so that it's unique mm-hmm. um, and so that your niche is exposed and that you in that in that way you can develop strategies around what your business does and how it improves the lives of others. And so we've done that for the past eight months and I I keep getting um promoted. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm doing a good job. I, I hope so. Um, but it's been, it's been an awesome journey and we're always seeking, um, as, as a, when you run a business, my boss has always told me always be shopping. Mm-hmm. So always be looking for new people, passionate people, mm-hmm. um, to add to your business because the people that aren't the eight to five and then I'm gone people, it's the 24-hour people uh-huh. that are constantly researching and constantly being passionate about it. Yeah, so digital marketing kind of seems to be, like I have some understanding of it, but I think it mm-hmm. uh, tends to be kind of like a mystery of like what what is digital marketing? So like, can you give right. us some examples of like specific things that you are doing? So yeah, so digital, it, it, it can be confusing because when people think digital marketing, they're like, what does that entail? Mm-hmm. Um, Really what digital marketing is, it's a strategy that works for your company using social media, SEO, which is search engine optimization, email marketing, your website comes into play. Your website is actually the number one thing we focus on. Um, And then other things like lead generation and branding. And so um, a lot of digital marketing companies, if you were to go to Google right now and type in digital marketing company, you'll have someone selling you social, they could specialize in social media, they can specialize in SEO, they could develop entire marketing plans, but what they are is a, it's a one size fits all plan that may not work for your business. So what we do 
is we specialize in seeing what works for the business. So we, we set up their social media accounts and we post consistently for them. We do SEO, we do email marketing, um, we brand their site, we call it story branding. So their website is generated to capture um, the audience. And then we come up with their follow-up process that they have in play um, for the months to follow on so they can keep in contact with people that they may not have gotten as clients then, but could definitely be potential clients in the future. And so what it is, is, is digital marketing is, it's, it's like digital marketing is, is so large, even digital mark, marketing people are still trying to figure out this digital marketing thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it blows our mind every day. We're, we're seeing a new algorithm on Google, Facebook changes, Instagram changes, everything is changing. And it's really a, a very competitive game. And when you're dealing with clients and people's businesses, when you do digital marketing, you have to be at the top mm -hmm. of of that you have to be the number one person in the game and you have to know what's going on mm -hmm. um, but what we do is we specialize in finding out what um, area works for the specific client so for example if you own a company um, like we have a company that we work with who is a sales rep and he represents companies who sell office furniture mm -hmm. and so we did beta testing for his company well he's twitter does not work for him right mm -hmm. and so what we did is we took twitter out of the equation and we focused on the social media platforms that did work mm -hmm. and then when you can focus on things that work then you have a very effective simplified strategy um, that's not cost it's, it doesn't cost a lot it's very cost efficient and it's always working and so um when it, when you ask what digital marketing is, it's really a hundred thousands of ways to get to get um, prospects or future clients calling you on the phone by using social media, SEO, your website, email marketing, branding, and other lead generation tools. It just comes down to what works for the specific person, and that's what we do: is we try to find what works for the specific person. Yeah, it seems like it's such a big space. There's so many different ways that you can go. Um, and so I'm a college student. Let's say that I want to get started in digital marketing. Besides going out to try to intern for a digital marketing company, how can I just start learning stuff on my own? So um, the great thing about digital marketing is knowledge is essentially free, uh -huh. right? And so um, I, I'm taking some of my last college classes right now. I about marketing. Mm -hmm. And I still know more from what I learned by just going out and doing my own research. Mm -hmm. And so if you're someone in college and, and you don't, you know, you don't have the ability to have like me, I had someone who bought the tools for me, who pushed me, start with research, start with on Google, you can literally type what is digital marketing. And it will, it's, it's one thing really just broken down into a, a lot of different pieces. Yeah. But if you take the time to do the extensive research on all of those pieces, um, you, you, the knowledge is free and it's there and it's out on the web and you can you can find it. And so the first place you want to start is just researching and researching and researching. Yeah. And so you've mentioned a few times now that digital marketing is such a big space. What is your favorite part of digital marketing? Like what's the most fun activity for you? 
So the most, the fun part for me is before we get started with a client, we completely try to rebrand um, the way they market their company. And so that comes with, we create call to actions. We help them create their core message, mm -hmm. um, something we call a talking logo, and then um, their purpose statement. And so what we do is we get together and we go, okay, this guy sells, he does wireless and voice data solutions. Boring. Mm -hmm. Okay really boring so what we do is we take his information what he has on his site that he currently has out there and we rebrand it um to be engaging to the to the prospect mm -hmm. and so um the process is really fun because our whole team gets together it's a it's a team effort and we sit down and we go okay they do wireless and voice data solutions hundreds of thousands of companies do that mm -hmm. how do we make them sound better look better um, and just be better than these other companies. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of, um, re, we call it story branding, coming up with their story um, that sells because you can drive the prospects using your social media SEO. You can drive them to your website, but mm -hmm. when they get to your website, um, if they're not captivated in the first 60 seconds of just scrolling on your homepage, mm -hmm. you're gonna lose that person. Yeah. So my favorite part personally is, is um, getting together with the team and, and figuring out how we're going to, to make Walmart look like Whole Foods mm -hmm. or, you know, and so it's, it's the best part and we do it. We've had a client who came in and we didn't even, he, we didn't even take his money. We sat down with him for probably two months he had he so what he was doing is he was an author a speaker and a coach mm. but he had like eight different like revenue streams because he was trying to make money everywhere and when you visit his site um he had like eight different things going on mm -hmm. so we got together and we said no we need you to find out who you are what do you do in seven words or less mm -hmm. and why are you the best and so we completely transformed his business so now he's ready and he's prepped. And when he gets ready for his marketing plan, um, people are gonna know exactly what he does and how he improves their lives in the first 30 seconds of entering his website. So my favorite part is a lot of business owners don't even know their own story. Yeah. They just sell a product. They don't care what it, they don't care about creating the story, but we do that for them. And it, they kind of realize, man, I have to dress up what I do or I'm just, like the other Joe over here mm -hmm. who owns the same type of company and selling the same type of product. Yeah. Um, and so it, it seems like a lot of, like you mentioned this earlier that a lot of the things that you can learn about digital marketing are kind of out there on mm -hmm. the web. And so would, do you think someone who majors in something else in college and then wants to go into digital marketing, if they're working hard, trying to research up on digital marketing, are they at a disadvantage or no? No, absolutely not. Not at a disadvantage of all. Um, I think my story kind of kind of shows that I learned digital marketing by just researching and, and using the tools I was provided and just working really hard. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have yet the college background of marketing. Mm -hmm. I don't. Um, and most of my friends who do have no idea how to do what I do. Uh -huh. And so <laughs> not saying that college doesn't teach you, but when it comes to digital marketing, mm -hmm. they don't go 
into digital marketing. It's more of like global PR and stuff like that. Um, but with digital marketing specifically, anybody that has a passion for it, they can stop what they're doing right now and just buy some good tools and do some research um, from, some, from some credible sources. Mm. And I can't guarantee they're going to be awesome at it or they know what they're doing. Yeah. You definitely have to be a person who's very strategic, um, very passionate, but it's there. You're not at a disadvantage. Let's say if you majored in poli sci uh -huh. and all you know, your whole life's poli sci, yeah. um, the information is out there. And if you, if you want to do it really bad, um, you can definitely, it's definitely possible. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome news for people who are watching this, who might be kind of unsure about their major and want to make a career switch. It seems like digital marketing is definitely a good career that is easier than others maybe to switch. Like, for example, I'm majoring in accounting um, mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard to switch into accounting unless you know, like all the accounting standards and rules, like absolutely. So, uh, it's a little bit harder, but it seems like digital marketing is a really flexible um, thing that a lot of people can get into. And so, um, you say these tools, like some good tools, what are some tools that I should learn if I want to get into digital marketing specifically? Um, so tools that you should definitely know, just starting right off the bat, Google analytics, mm -hmm. um, Google runs this world. Mm -hmm. It, it really does. And so a good tool when you're getting into getting into digital marketing and you're wanting to track website traffic, which I, I have seen that you've done. Uh -huh. I did some research on, uh, on your story, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I loved it. Um, Google analytics, there's a really good tool out there called SEMrush. Mm -hmm. Um, and SEM is search engine marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it gives you the analytics. You can integrate your social media on it and everything that you're using for digital marketing, it gives you the analytics. So you can always be tracking. Yeah. Um, what I what I tell people, especially the people under me and my assistants and social media people is that you have to be studying the analytics because that's customer behavior or that's um, prospect behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's your business. If you don't know the behavior, you don't know how to market. And so right off the bat, you should be using those, um, using those tools. And then other, I guess, tools, I really want to mention people. You should, I think yeah. you should have mentors. And so how I learned a lot of the things I know now is, I didn't just make it up. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't just say, oh, I think this is going to be a good strategy. I follow um, marketing gurus out there that have really good strategies. Yeah. So one person to follow is um, there's a guy named Neil Patel, mm -hmm. and he's like one of the top marketing gurus out there. I don't know if you, oh, yeah. you're oh, saying, yeah. yes, you know who he is. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then the famous um, Seth Godin, who kind of coined the term purple cow, Hence why we're called purple cow branding. That's cool. And so having the mentors and then honestly books, I know a lot of people don't like reading, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of great marketing books out there that, um, that are tools to help you know information. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it costs way less than a, than a, than a college, you know, book or, yeah. or something that oh. you might have to spend $190 on. I know every time I go to <laughs> buy textbooks, and then I see a checkout and it's like $600. I'm just like, I don't yeah. I buy like three books. And you can, for Amazon, $10, you can buy a really good book that just gives you exactly what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, the world so, is crazy. Sometimes it, it really is. Sense. 
fun. Really is. Um, yeah. And so I found you on LinkedIn. I don't really, I think you just popped up on my feed, but clearly you've been using LinkedIn well. How should college students or really anyone be using LinkedIn? Because I think it's a pretty misunderstood platform. Absolutely. And link, like just exactly how you said it, very misunderstood. LinkedIn has generated us a lot of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, they, they started on LinkedIn. And when you're a college student, you know, you start one to out to you or someone you reach out to someone and they say hey yeah come come to my office we'll interview you I, I think that's where it starts but um there's a lot of groups linkedin groups mm-hmm. that you can be involved in um networking wise and even like organization wise yeah. where you can be involved and if you are present and you are active um it, it's really funny I did, I kind of misunderstood LinkedIn and networking and expanding my network because I didn't really care. When I first came into the business, I was like, I don't even know, like, I don't even like meeting people that much. Um, But it's really cool to see how personal it can become when you just put yourself out there. Um, I've I've joined groups where I just kind of say a little bit every every week. I kind of make a comment or say, hey, guys. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting a call. And they're like, hey, Reagan, you post like every week. You give like a really cool tip. Um, Let's meet for coffee. And then I met the person for coffee. And now I go to, I see movies with them because they're like a good friend now. And so, and then I go to, I go to a bunch of other networking groups that I find on LinkedIn or people send me on LinkedIn where I kind of grow a community of people who eventually want to see you um, succeed. Mm -hmm. So where LinkedIn is really misunderstood is there's there's a lot of hungry people out there that want to meet other people like you Mm -hmm. and they want to network and they want to make relationships and they want to keep in touch. And if you're not using LinkedIn as a platform of expanding your network or joining these groups and, and creating a community or a tribe, yeah. um, you're really missing out. And and just because you're a college intern doesn't mean you're, you know, you, you're not, you're unable to create those relationships in the business world. I, we have tons of college interns who go to our networking groups yeah. and go and do these things. And you can find that stuff on LinkedIn. Yeah, for sure. It's been such a powerful tool for me just trying to grow the podcast. And, you know, at at first I thought of it as something where you just kind of everyone has LinkedIn, but no one really uses it. But I think it's kind of trending towards like a lot more people using it. It's really exciting just to see the opportunities kind of arise from the platform. Absolutely. And LinkedIn works like similarly to Instagram, where if you type in a hashtag, Mm -hmm people are popping up. We actually get people type in digital marketing into into LinkedIn uh-huh. and I'm in, we're out of the Dallas area. So we pop up in the Dallas area and then they're giving us a call. Yeah. And that's through LinkedIn. That's through a social media platform and a lot of what I like about LinkedIn is you don't get a lot of people posting selfies and their personal lives. It's yeah. really business related. So you have a better um, opportunity if you're doing a LinkedIn campaign or you're trying to get some business or you're trying to grow your network, you're going to just be, be involved with people who are business minded. Absolutely. I agree with that. And it's really cool how you kind of put yourself out there as far as networking goes. I know 
myself included, uh, me, a lot of my friends, um, sometimes it's hard to network, hard to put yourself out there, especially mm-hmm. as a college student. So I feel like it's one of those things, at least for me, that at first it was really difficult. I always got nervous if I was trying to meet people, but it's almost like over time you just get used to it and then it becomes kind of like a part of you. Absolutely. And, and truthfully, I go to a networking group every Monday and at least one business owner stands up and says, if you know any college interns that are looking for this position or this position, please let me know. Uh-huh. If you are a college intern, come to me. Yeah. And so um, there's a really big network for people, for college interns, especially because business owners love college interns. They really do. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I would encourage everyone to expand their their expand their network on LinkedIn. Take the time to take 15 minutes to go on your LinkedIn and, and go to these businesses and at, connect with the line of employees who work for that in business. If that's your dream job, mm-hmm. go and connect with those people because they see that and, yeah. and yeah. It's, eventually they're going to talk to you or if they need someone like you, they've already had you in mind. For sure, for sure. Um, and so I know we have a few more minutes here. So just wrapping things up, uh, I always like to ask this question kind of as the last one. So what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? So actually the best piece of advice I've ever been given was by a guy named Sam Ovens, And it wasn't directly to me. It was probably to a hundred million people, <laughs> but I have taken this advice and, and used it for everything I do in my life for the past two years. Sam Ovens is a, is a millionaire and he's 27 years old. Um, and he owns consulting.com wow. and about over five years ago, he was broke in his parents' basement mm-hmm. and he wanted to do this consulting deal and he wasn't, he didn't understand what wasn't working and why he couldn't get um, clients and stuff like that. He realized it came down to one thing and he said, I'm gearing my life towards making money instead of improving the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And he changed that one thing um, and it only took him five years to, to be making the millions that he's making now. Mm-hmm. And so I took that. What do I do that improves the lives of others? Um, and I know it's such a broad thing. And it's yeah. such a some people may say that's kind of cheesy. But if you have a goal of improving the lives of others with your job, um, with your personal relationships, with your academic life, I mean, everything, everything will fall into place. Um like you want it and you become a passionate worker yeah. when you have that mindset. Um, you have, you have a way better work ethic when you know, at the end of the day, I'm doing this because it's going to provide someone this, mm-hmm. or I'm studying, I'm hitting the books. I'm, ta- I'm taking an all nighter because I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to do this because that's going to improve the lives of others, uh-huh. my life included. And so, um, that was the best piece of advice I was ever given is I wake up every morning and I say, what am I going to do today? that's going to improve a life. And I, I use that in business and it's, it's been very, um, it's been very helpful because life gets crazy. It gets, it, it gets hard and it gets messy and it, it's easy to take all the negativity and just kind of drown in it sometimes. Uh, but if you can tell yourself today, I'm doing something that's going to improve the lives of others or my life, it's easier to wake up and, and, and work hard. Alrighty, everyone, that was the show today. Thank you so much once again, Reagan, for an awesome talk. I think that digital marketing is something that a lot of people should go into. It's a great field to get into, especially if you don't even have that much experience. 
Like I said before, head over to facebook.com slash the career talks to tell me who you think I should interview next. Have a good day.